Well, hello to my audience, to my listeners. It's Sita. And um, I have this thought running in my mind. Usually I record these episodes uh, over the weekend when I'm kind of like more chill. And I hear the thoughts running in my mind, like what is it that needs to be expressed? What is it that needs sharing is this specific, this particular moment? And as I was going through kind of like a list of ideas and thoughts in my head, I came across this very interesting thing, which is the juice at the end of the day. If we look at it, juice, what is the juice? The juice is sex. And uh, these are unedited, raw and authentic stories. So it's time I shared with you uh, some of the stories that are related to juice. Um, recently, I bought a car, as you know. Yeah, I'm starting from a very strange situation, and uh, you will see where I'm getting with this. I bought a car, and I'm very happy about it. But let me tell you about the person who sold me the car. To give you a little bit of background, I have been sexually abstinent for the last uh, almost two years. It's a choice I have made consciously, unconsciously, uh, the last uh, relationship I had before leaving Israel was like a short-lived, uh, more karmatic thing. And uh, to be honest, I'm just not interested in jumping into people's beds and uh, just for the sake of uh, sexual, uh, physical uh, satisfaction. I'm not interested in that. It just doesn't cut it for me. Being there, done that, it's just not who I am. But um, to backtrack a little bit, it's very, very, maybe because of this, the most important issue for me is feeling this uh, sexual chemistry. And now as somebody who hasn't been intimate for a relatively long time, and why I'm sharing this is um, because there are lots of people out there who I know even personally that at some point they share their stories with me that they haven't been intimate for a relatively long time. Uh, in most cases, it also becomes a conscious choice. As a woman over 50, yes, you know my podcast, a child-free, independent goddess. But this independent single goddess doesn't mean that I'm a bee going from flower to flower that I'm getting uh, into people's beds just on a whim or at, you know, at a glimpse of an eye. It does not, definitely not. I'm way too discerning. I'm very choosy. So how does all this juice relate to the story of buying a car? So I go to this dealer. There he is. Kind of my... my, my uh, style, as you want to say it. <laughs> he, was, um, he wasn't good looking. He was sexy. But I didn't meet this guy first. First, I met his wife. Okay. And here you already see that there is a wrench that's been thrown into the equation. So um, I go to this dealer and there she is, the wife, and she's lovely. And we're having this conversation and come, let's take the, the car for a test drive. And we are chatting and she's, she's just very, she's just nice. We have great chemistry. 
And um, I told her, yes, I want the car and I'm interested and so on and so on and so on. Okay, my husband will come in a little bit and then you will continue with the process. So there comes the husband. And you know those moments when you feel it from the very first second when you lay eyes upon another person, that there is very sexual connection. There is strong chemistry here between the two of you. And I felt it. And I was kind of surprised by it because I haven't felt it for years and years. And um, I was like, okay. And then we're, the more you chat, the more you talk, and then come sit next to me, let's do the insurance together. Let's, uh, let me take you through the process. Let me photocopy this. Let me talk about that. Let, and we are having this conversation and the wife went away. So it's like our energy is like <laughs> free flowing and I'm sitting next to him and I can feel the sparks in the air and I'm like, oh my God, what's going on here? What's happening here? First of all, I haven't been triggered for a long time. I haven't felt sexually attracted to anybody for a long time, as I told you. And it sometimes it really hits you by surprise. It's like out of the most unexpected places or situations or persons, you have the sparks flying all over the air. I was, uh, I was, I was quite taken back by my response. Because of course, it's a, it's, a, it's a mutual thing. It doesn't just happen to you. Obviously, he's feeling it as well. So there we go. And then, um, yeah, I buy the car. And I... And I leave the shop and I cannot stop thinking about him. I was like, what's going on? Like, oh, I, I, I feel my juice has awakened. What's going on? Yes. At the end of the day, a day or two after, I couldn't get him out of my mind. But of course, the red flags, he's married and he isn't just married. I really liked his wife. She was a wonderful, wonderful lady. And um, so we decide to meet so I can pick up the car and I talk to him and you hear the swag over the, over the phone also. You hear the tone. You, you, you're totally aware that this guy is swooning you. Yeah, He's into you as much as you're into him. But I already knew I'm not going to take this step. And... Um, we arrange a meeting and the wife shows up with the car. And just right before the wife showing up with the car, me and him, we have a phone conversation that we are, you know, it's this and this place and the exact location and so on and so on. And it's nice doing business with you. And by the way, would you come out on a date with me for a glass of wine or something? And I was, I was expecting, I was expecting the question. I was totally aware of it that he is going to ask he has the swag, yeah, and I declined, easily, I must tell you, easily, I was thinking about it, it took me, yeah, 48 hours, I was kind of like digesting this feeling of being attracted to him, and what am I going to do with it, but I've been down that road, um, and I'm not a second fiddler to anybody's uh, concert, concert or music. But the interesting uh, thing was the unexpected 
surprise element, how it showed up on my doorstep out of the blue, being attracted to this man and um, my decision not to take this step. Morally, ethically, uh, karmatically, it's not a place I wish to be in. And of course, um, but that is a different episode that I'm going to tell you about uh, where I'm coming from when it's related to relationships, because as you know, I'm single and I'm single by choice. Um, but it doesn't mean that I haven't had uh, significant others for longer or shorter time, but it, all of them deserve a special episode by themselves because they have all played such a huge part in my evolution, in my uh, becoming who I am today. So they all have their own episodes. But the idea of the juice and the idea of staying sexually abstinent does not mean that you do not have the urge or the juice. You channel it. You have that single second when you realize you're attracted to this person. And I must be honest, uh, uh, the bar is pretty high in my case. Um, I don't just um, find men attractive just because of this or because of that or because of that. It really has to be an element of, it really has to be a combination of all the elements that you can imagine. But of course, we will talk about it in a, in a, in a separate episode. But to get back to my point, the idea of, of channeling this energy, because it needs to get an outlet, yeah? People say that having sex is very, very, very healthy. People don't say, you don't hear a lot about not having sex being healthy. How not having sex can contribute to your development, to your growth. It's learning to channel it. It's learning to work with that sexual energy and find an outlet for it to express itself in different ways, in creating, in creation, in, in using it for, for, for other, sometimes more beneficial works, projects, um, ideas, uh, passions that you have, because sex is beneficial, of course, but it's a huge amount of energy. And of course, it's also the most significant energetic change, exchange that you will ever have with another human being. So be very choosy about who you let into your body, because your energies become one. Do I want to be like that person? He might be the most sexually attractive person and you might have incredible chemistry, but bottom line, his energy, yeah, his DNA, it's like his energetic blueprint. Do I want to be like him? Do I want his energy inside my body? Do I want all that influence on me? So when there is nobody who's worthy of that energy, and yes, we are definitely talking about goddess mindset and the value of your own 
body and the way you perceive yourself as a valuable goddess energy. So you do realize that giving your sexual energy, getting intimately involved with somebody also makes you vulnerable. So being sexually choosy and really paying attention to who you let into your bed, into your body, into your energy is huge. Keeping yourself healthy. This is one of the things of keeping yourself healthy. Am I healthy energetically? So by making the choice of not sleeping with the guy who sold me the car, even though I had a wonderful opportunity to leave the, the, the nun, yeah, to leave the priestess, if you wish, behind for a bit and uh, get back to the juice, I chose not to because I don't want to be like the person who he is, yeah? A person who flirts with another woman while his wife is just away. It's not the kind of energy I wish to contain. It's not the kind of energy who I wish to be. So this is like a, a really small glimpse into my take on sexuality and the whole idea of sexual energy. I'm sure I will talk about it a lot in the future, in some future episodes, but this story just kind of popped into my head today about the guy who sold me the car. So until next time, be good.